Ugh, money, it can be the source of a lot of stress and disagreements amongst couples. But lucky, today's guest has some tips on sharing the financial mental load with your partner. Welcome back to the Juggling Act Daily, a podcast to help working parents doing the juggle. I'm Mel Wilson, mum to two small people and the editor of KidsBot. But I'm not avoiding looking at my mortgage account. The number of zeros is terrifying. Well, sometimes talking about money with your partner can be challenging and often that responsibility for household bills and budgeting can fall to the person who hates it the least. But with that responsibility does come the stress and pressure of juggling things and making sure that you're not only providing for your family day to day, but you're also building a secure financial future for everyone. And that is a lot for one person to take on. And let's be honest, quite often it does fall to mum. Well, Renee Verco, who is the founder of Money Mode, has some great advice around getting your partner to share the financial mental load. And Renee joins me on the phone now. Renee, thank you so much for your time. No worries, Mel. Great to chat to again. Now, this is an interesting topic, trying to get your partner to share the financial mental load because... It does just generally happen within families and households that mums control the purse strings. So if you are in a household where that's happening, how do we go about changing that? Because it's bloody stressful. It is. I know us as mums, we carry such a load as it is already. And then to throw the financial load in there, it just... Too much. um, Yeah, it's too much, too much. So look, my tips around this is really to bring the money conversation up in a really constructive way with your partner. Um, So it's often money comes up in the heat of the moment and in a stressful Mm -hmm. environment. So it's really setting aside the time to have a really proactive discussion about it. Um, So a dedicated money chat or date night, as some like to call it. And I I think you should do this on a monthly basis. Just start talking and, yeah, and... um, you know, the way that I view money, I view money supports our lifestyle. Money is the thing that kind of, you know, Makes allows us. go around. <laughs> it does, it does, yeah. And, you know, we can get so caught up in um, like the nitty-gritty of the money, but I like mm. to take a big step back and go like to get your partner on board, get take a step back and work out your bigger picture plan. So your goals together, your objectives, map out a bit of a life plan. Um, What are your personal goals, your family goals, the experiences that you want your kids to have and that sort of thing. And then plot the money in around that to kind of support it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I guess, you know, look at your current situation. Like where are you right now? What are your assets? What are your loans? Um, What's your current state of affairs? And then when it comes down to the day-to-day finances, it's really kind of knowing what your numbers are and getting your partner on board with that um, and setting up a money management system together. So it's quite natural in relationships that one partner will just assume those duties of managing the household budget. And it is, as you said, it is usually the mum because she's home a little bit more and doing the shopping and opening the mail and paying the bills. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing is it doesn't mean that you have to share those tasks necessarily. It's just getting each other on the same page of of what's going on and then putting it into context of, of the bigger picture. Yeah, because I think if you're both involved and working towards that same goal, then it is easier, you know, if one partner perhaps is a bit um, 
likes a spend. The other one's a little bit more thrifty as a good reminder to be like, you know, we said we really wanted to pay off the the mortgage in less than the time that we specified or we really want to send the kids to this private school or yeah, whatever it yep. is, it's much easier to be on the same page. But but how can you handle it if you're not? So what if you sit down and you go, okay, what are our bigger goals and then what are our perhaps, you know, 12-month plan goals? We want to go on one holiday or whatever it is. Um, how can you try to... I guess, bring forward your reasonings for wanting these particular goals to be the focus? You know, how can you try and have that conversation? Yeah, I, look, it, it, it is, it can be really challenging, but I think, again, it's it's just setting aside the time and, and I guess the importance, you know, telling your partner how important it is that, you know, we get on the same page with this because it's more than just the money mm. um, and and really, yeah, agreeing on it's quite normal to have some individual goals but making sure you've got some shared goals as well, like sitting down until you can nut out some goals that are, you know, shared goals that you both are invested in and working towards. Yeah, and what, what about when, because um, it's interesting sometimes when you talk to couples uh, even when you have kids occasionally, you do sort of hear of people that still have separate bank accounts. Is yep. there any kind of general advice around an ideal way to manage family finances if you've both got income coming in? Yes. Yeah. And look, even if you don't both have income coming in, I so me personally, and I think this um, works really, really well, is to have a joint account for all of your shared expenses. So running your house, paying your mortgage or your rent, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, or your, all your kind of your children's expenses, all those kind of combined expenses that you have that coming out of a, a joint account. And they should, you know, usually be quite predictable um amount so you know what number to put in that bank account and then to each have an allowance so you know you need to regardless of of my opinion anyway regardless of um who's earning more money I think you're both in entitled to have a bit of fun money so that I personally like to have separate bank accounts um Mm. from my partner because you know we have different we have different personal hobbies um you know, he likes he likes his sport and things like that and I enjoy going for coffee or, you know, dinner with my girlfriend. So it's it's like having that sense of freedom to be able to do the things that are important to each of you and, and have a little bit of, yeah, yeah, independence and empowerment with your money. I like that. It's cutting down on that conflict of feeling like I guess you have to answer to someone sort of in a, in an, in a way even though yeah. they're not making yeah. you feel like that but I guess you might – feel that pressure to, um, whereas if you have that separate account, then it's like, well, if I want to buy that dress this month, then I'm not going out for dinner or uh, exactly. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, and it puts you in control of those decisions for yourself and I think that's really important because, you know, a lot of the struggle that um, working mums have, um, especially amongst the ones I talk to, is their partners are usually the breadwinner, so they feel a little bit guilty spending money sometimes yeah, right. on themselves. So yeah. I think put it in, put Put, a bu- put it in your budget um, that you can both, yeah, have a little bit of spending money. I think it's really important and really healthy. Yeah, I love that idea. Some great advice there from Renee. Renee, Renee thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Mel. Um, make sure you head along to moneymode.com.au and you can find out a bit more about Renee's services. Well, that's all from us today. Please make sure you subscribe, share the love, tell your friends, rate, review 
And while you're there, pop on by our Facebook group. It is called Working Mums Australia and join the chat. Stay safe, jugglers. Please stay home if you can and stay kind to yourself and others. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.